Welcome to our podcast. Let's talk with Dennis Martin, where we talk about real life issues. Let's join the podcast. Well, the Lord bless you. Let's uh, jump right into this. Just one scripture tonight, and uh, it is found uh, in the book of John, St. John chapter 3, verse 30. One, one scripture, and we may read some more of that later, but just one scripture is our foundational scripture tonight. Uh, St. John chapter 3, verse 30 says, he must increase, but I must decrease. He must increase, but I must decrease. And that's what I want to talk about tonight. I want to talk from the uh, subject or the theme or teach from this, should I say, he must increase, but I must decrease. He must increase. God must increase, but I must decrease. And um, usually uh, when you uh, when you hear these words, uh, increase, or when you hear the word increase, it is usually linked, especially when it comes to church. It is usually linked to money or some type of material gain most of the time. When you hear that word increase, right away your mind, someone says, God's going to increase us. Uh, we're going to get increased. We're going to increase. Most of the time, the first thing comes out of mind is money, that God's going to give us increase in finance. He's going to give us uh, uh, increase in automobiles or house or increases in those areas. And, and uh, when, you, when you hear that word increase, most of the time, that is right away where your mind goes. Now, there may be some that your mind don't go there, but most of us, when we hear increase, uh, you know, in the service, God said he's getting ready to give us increase. Everyone go to praising God and your, your mind goes to your bank account, your money, your checking account, it goes to your house and you just see increase is what we start thinking about. And that we link it to, like I said, money or material gain. It's just a natural thing that we've been taught in church that increase has to do with that. But when you read the scripture, you find that there are many requests in the scripture. When people requested, they were not talking about increase of money or increase of finance or material gain. Sometimes they were talking about uh, increase my faith, increase so there's a lot of things that God could increase uh, more than money or material gain. Now, I don't want you to get it wrong. Uh, there's nothing wrong with wanting material gain. I don't want us, uh, you know, I try to keep and teach balance because God did promise to give increase. I don't want us to, to feel that and penalize people because they won't increase. We can't penalize them for God, something that God promised to give. He did promise to give increase. He promised to increase us more and more. He promised to give increase. And we look for increase. We accept increase because that's what God promised us. So we don't get, um, I don't penalize people that look for increase, whether it be money or whether it be material things, if they believe in God for that, and he has promised to give us that. And he's promised to supply of our needs according to his riches and glory. By no means uh, should uh, you or me or anyone 
try to deny people increase and make them feel bad. All y'all want is material stuff. All y'all, well, you know, think about it. I don't think sometimes we we understand that we've got to teach a balance on this because some people go to the far extreme on it. But at the same time, uh, your father knows what you have need of even on this earth. So some things we need on this earth and you you need um, if he increases you in money, you need money on this earth. You need money to pay your bills. Uh, if he increases you with food, you need food to eat, cook, um, whatever that may be. So there has to be a balance on that. We can't just, you know, because we, we got an issue with it, we can't just slap it down and say, that's all y'all want is. No, because it, it takes, it takes, we live on the earth. That's why people that fight against, you know, in the world, we kingdom people, we are, but we live on the earth. And since we live on the earth, we need the things that, what is produced on the earth to survive on the earth. And so we've got to keep um, a well-balanced thing when it comes to, to teaching and, and preaching this. Uh, you know, sometimes we, you, you know, but there's nothing wrong with increase because God has promised to give increase. So increase is, we look for that. So there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not often, very often, uh, 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 it's not often that we hear about decreasing. We always hear about increasing, but the increasing part is just for the finances or it's just for money or it's just for the gain. But we very seldom hear about decreasing. We don't hear about decreasing when it comes to us. He says he must increase. God must increase, but I must decrease. Now notice, now we're talking about, we're not talking about material things now. We're not talking about uh, money now. We, we're not talking about now. There was one occasion when uh, the, the young man wanted to follow Jesus. Jesus said, go sell uh, what you have and give it to the poor. And he was not willing to do that. Uh, so you, you understand that, but now he's not talking about, the writer is not talking about us uh, increasing or de decreasing in material wealth or goods. In this uh, particular passage, he's saying he must increase, God must increase, but I must decrease. Understand, God must increase, but I must decrease. And it's not often that we hear about decreasing when it comes to us. We don't hear about it, and I'm not going to be long with this tonight, we don't hear about it decreasing because you have to do work to be able to decrease. If you're gonna, if you're going to decrease, you got to work on yourself to be able to decrease. And uh, you know, a lot of people, we 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 built these reputations, and so in the building of these reputations, we built them so that sometimes we have a hard time. Uh, decreasing and and working on ourselves. But when you read the scripture, even when it talks about concerning uh, fasting, let's look at that in the book of Isaiah, Old Testament, the book of Isaiah. And, uh, you know, I hear people all the time says, especially the first of the year, you got a lot of people that go on uh, these uh, long, lengthy fasts, and they go on the fast for 
you know, 21 days, a 40-day fast. And some of them declared that when I go on this uh, fast, that I'm going to, uh, the reason I'm going this fast is because I want to get close to God and I want to get power with God. Well, you need to understand that if you have received the gift of the Holy Ghost, he says you shall receive power. You shall receive power when the Holy Ghost come upon you. So you've already got power. You don't, you don't, uh, you, you don't have to get power for that. That's not what you need power for. You've already got power. So what you're fasting for, and when we fast, it is for him to increase and for us to decrease. And I want you to get that. That's important for us to get. It is for him to increase and for us to decrease. Notice in Isaiah 58, and he says, he begins to talk to them in verse three. Let's start there. He says, wherefore have ye fasted, say they and they and see if not, wherefore have ye afflicted our souls and thou taken no knowledge? Behold, in the day of your fast, ye find pleasure and uh, expect all, thy, all your labors. Behold, ye fast for strife and debate. He says, you know, even when you're fasting, you got to work on uh, decreasing because when you go to fasting, he says you fast for strife and debate and to smite with the fist of wickedness. Uh, ye shall not fast as ye do this day to make your voice to be heard on high. You don't fast to say, well, you know, and to brag on the fact that I fasted and because I went on this 40 day fast, I got a greater anointing. I got greater power. I got greater this. He said, no, you don't fast so your voice can be heard on high. That's not the reason of a fast. That's, that's, that's not decreasing. That's you increasing. That's you being projected more even after the fast. I believe when you come out for fast, you should be a little more humble. We'll get into that in a minute. But he says it's to make it's it's not to fast as you do this day to make your voice to be made heard on high. He said, "Is it such a fast that I've chosen a day for a man to afflict his soul, or is it to bow down his head as a bulrush and to spread his sackcloth and ashes under him? Will I call this a fast an acceptable day of the Lord?" Notice what he says, verse six. Is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? He says, in other words, when you're fasting, you're fasting to decrease and let me increase that I can work effectively through you when you decrease. We have to understand he must increase to work effectively through us and we must decrease to get out of his way because we need to understand that flesh uh, will get in the way. And I know we don't, we don't like to admit that in church, but sometimes we see a lot of flesh on display. All right. And we need to, <laughs> we need to, we need to just be honest with that. Sometimes we see flesh on display and that says to us that he has not increased. We have increased and he's been on the de decreasing end. And so he goes on and he talks about uh, this, uh, about fasting. And so he goes through this and I won't read all this, but you, you can read it. And he gives us to know that the reason he's called this 
fast for us to do is for this reason, not for us to be sensation, uh, sensational people and stars and and uh, you know all he he doesn't he doesn't do that to make us some little gods on the earth. And and I know we have a hard time dealing with that, especially preachers, because we like that you know we like that celebrity status. We like to be like the the uh, stars of church. <laughs> The stars of church. We like the stars. I, you know, I know somebody, and oh, I'm a leader, but let's, let's, let's deal with the real thing. We like that star status of church. We like to be, you know, uh, uh, you know, stars and stuff. So when we start fasting, he wants to get us out the way. It is to move us out the way so he can work through us. And not often again do we hear about the decreasing. We hear about increase. But we must decrease so he can increase. Because if you're, if you're fasting and when you get through fasting, you still act in the same way, doing things the same way, and you, you haven't moved in any way toward anything else, then basically you are, as, as the old people used to say, you should have went on and ate because you just, you just went all that time with just eating or not eating and nothing changed because fasting will help you. Fasting will bring you to a place to my next point in this. It, it, it takes work when you talk about uh, decreasing. It takes work to humble yourself. And one thing that fasting helps to do is to humble yourself. And, and we need to humble ourselves. Sometimes we don't, we, we don't humble ourselves, but God requires of us to humble ourselves. Let's look at some scriptures because, you know, a lot of times um, we we talk about the increase and and to to be humble. When you humble yourself and, and do those things, it helps us to be able to do it. Notice in Proverbs 16 and verse 9, he says, better is it to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoils with the proud. He says, I want you to understand that it's better to be of a humble spirit. It's better to decrease and be of a humble spirit and let him what increase. Then we go to uh, Proverbs, and I know I won't get a lot of amens tonight in, on this kind of teaching, because this is not the kind of teaching people like. They want me to talk, they want you to talk about money and stuff. And, and I got that. I, I know people want you to talk about money and uh, we need the Lord to give us increase. We do, but we need him to increase and us to get out the way and decrease. Notice what he says in Proverbs 29 and 23. He said, a man's pride shall bring him low, but honor shall uphold the humble in spirit. And remember, I just talked about that. When we decrease and let him increase, pride will go out the way. We'll get we'll get rid of that thing. That's I try my best not to use that word. So every now and then I, I use it, but I try my best not to use the word proud or pride. Uh, you know, I'm proud of you, or I, you got a lot of pride. I try not to use those words. The reason I try not to use them because whenever you read in the scripture. When you'd ever you read in the scripture, every time the word pride is used or the word proud is used, is not used for blessings. 
It's used in a derogatory manner. It's used in a way that it doesn't it doesn't speak good of person that has it. <laughs> and so I try not to use it uh, as much as possible because I know it, it's not a good word when it comes to scripture. You ain't got to take my word. Study for yourself. You that's not when he when he talks about that. It's really never anything good when he uses that word pride or proud. Never, never a good word. It, it just is not. And so you got to look at that. Uh, let's look at Matthew's chapter 18 and verse number four. Uh, notice what he says. Amen. Let him increase. Let us decrease. How do we do it? We humble ourselves. He says in Matthew's 18 and four, whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. He says, if you humble yourself, we, we need to understand we got it. We have work to do because God could humble us. But he says, I'm going to give you that opportunity to humble yourself. So this is a part of us decreasing and let him increase. We, we become to understand that he is more important than we are. So we humble ourselves. We don't go through changes and do things and we, we, we don't operate in certain ways. So he tells us to humble ourselves. And then when we look over in Matthews uh, chapter 23, and I promise you, I'm, I'm almost done for real. Uh, he says, matter of fact, uh, let's look at verse 11, because this will help us to understand verse 12. But he that is the greatest among you shall be your servant. But he that is the greatest among you shall be your servant. All right, you got that? And watch this, verse 12. And whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased. But he that shall humble himself shall be exalted. Now that's what the Bible says. I didn't write it. It was here when I got here. It was here before I got here. It will be here when I'm gone. He says, if you want to, if you want to increase me to increase you to decrease, work on humbling yourself, work on dealing with you, work on dealing with our, the way we, we perceive and see ourselves and how we exalt ourselves, how we, nothing wrong with speaking well of yourself, uh, when it's proper, but when we go to taking it all the way to the left and, and, and out of place. He says, you need to understand that when you look at this, even as leaders, if you the greatest among, then you the servants. We're not to be lords and masters. He said, you are to be the servants. And then if you shall exalt yourself, he said, you're going to be abased. He said, but if you shall humble yourself, then you'll be exalted. I'll exalt you even when they don't want to exalt you. I'll exalt you because I'll let if if I, if they don't see it, I'll let somebody else see it, and I will exalt you. Uh, the Bible says he'll do it, and so we've got to understand that it's important for us to know of the increase and the decrease of God. Notice again in James chapter four, verse six. Um, notice what he says in this. He says, uh, "But he give him more grace." Wherefore he said, "God resist it." The proud. Remember, I just told you that, that when you hear that word pride or proud, it's never connected to blessings. Never. And, 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 and 
I try not to use it again, I said, because it's never connected to blessing. That word, pride and proud, is never connected to blessings. Check the scripture out. It's nowhere connected to a blessing. He says, when you, when you look at this, but God, he resisteth the proud. But what does he do? He giveth grace unto the humble. So we need to, to understand that we have to work on ourselves in doing that. So this is what he says in verse 10 of that same fourth chapter of James. He says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. He said, humble yourself. That's what he says. Humble yourself and he shall lift you up. So when we, when we get out of his way and he increases, then he does things for us that we can't do for ourselves. We, we can try it all day, but God, no one can lift you like God can. And then he says in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6, I hope you're getting this tonight. Uh, do me a favor, like and share, share it with somebody. Uh, 1 Peter 5 and 6, know what he says. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. That's what he said. I didn't put this here. Humble yourself. Learn to get out the way. Learn to let him increase. Learn to decrease. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. And it, so the work... Uh, begins with us. When you talk about increasing and decreasing, we want him to increase, but we've got to get out the way so he can increase. It's almost like something you're working on. If you want a thing to increase, sometimes you got to move something out the way so something can get through so it can increase. And sometimes we have to move our flesh. We have to move our pride. Uh, and pride out the way. We have to move ourselves out the way so he can increase. Sometimes we got too much of ourselves in the way and he can't increase. And how many, if you'll be honest, you ain't got to say, man, I got this now. Uh, if you'll be honest, sometimes we have got so much in God's way that some stuff we messed up because of our pride. We messed up because we were in the way. Had nothing to do with the devil, even though we blame the devil. Even though we said it was the devil, if we if we be honest and take and accept the responsibility, a lot of stuff we can say devil didn't do that. That was me. I was the one that did that. I was the one that that acted that way. It's amazing how we always we we've got this we've got this uh, what what they call a scapegoat. Or we've got this, this thing where we can always use the devil as our way of, of not taking responsibility for us not decreasing and letting him increase and for us not, uh, and for us allowing our flesh to act up and cut up. We do that all the time. And the devil is always our way out. It's like that old thing, uh, Flip Wilson, <laughs> you said that show, uh, the devil made me do it. And, and we, we, we put stuff on the devil that he didn't do. It's us. We got to take responsibility. Sometimes our flesh got in the way and messed some stuff up. It had nothing to do with the devil. We messed it up because we acted certain ways. We didn't have our flesh under control. 
And so we messed it up. And we have to admit that. I mean, I know it's hard to admit it, but we have to admit it. Sometimes it, it was us. Sometimes they didn't they didn't get rid of you on your job because, you know, they just didn't like me because I'm saved. No, it wasn't that. It's because you kept up uh, too much stuff and they couldn't get, get along with you on that job. And then you, you ran your mouth too much and you talked too much. That's, that's what, that's why they got rid of you. It ain't got nothing to do with the devil. They just didn't like my anointing. No, wouldn't that either. Take responsibility that we were not humble and we, we didn't let him increase because when you go back to fasting, when you fast and pray and do those things, God will, God will show you how to do certain things. Sometimes we don't admit when we need to work on ourselves when it comes to decreasing. I'm almost done. But we must ask God to help us to decrease and allow him to increase in this time in our lives. If we allow God to increase in our lives, I'm almost sure that most of us would do things different if we ask God to increase in us. We, we would do things different. If we let God do things in us, there's sometimes you wouldn't even feel it necessary to say stuff. You wouldn't even feel it necessary to respond to stuff. You wouldn't even feel it necessary to confront some things. You wouldn't feel it necessary uh, to, to uh, act certain ways if, if you let God increase because if he increases, sometimes he'll tell you, hold your peace and I'll fight this battle. Hold your peace. I got this. But sometimes we make things worse by opening our mouths because we don't we don't let him we don't let him use and and work in us. We we don't let God do that. We don't. We, we might as well be honest. I know I I mean I I know some of you can't say amen, but I'm saying amen myself. How many things have I messed up? Because I didn't I didn't let him flow through me at the time. Should have just let him flow and, and, and left it alone and went on about my business. So if if we let him increase, we would do things differently. Because now we have to understand flesh. And let me talk about this for just a minute. And I'm going to get out of here. Flesh always wants to respond and retaliate. Flesh always wants to get the last word. Because flesh don't want you to feel like you weak. <laughs> that's why that's why some people dead today. It had nothing to do with I, I you know, let me tell you something. I'm I'm gonna say this to you. I'm I'm gonna say it to you. I saw something the other day where a lady pulled a gun on a on lady and she ran up on the lady. You got the gun, shoot me. And I'm saying to myself, Mm-mm. Just I don't even want know what to call that. Well, I do know what to call it. It's ignorance. Because had the lady shot her, you wouldn't be she'd have been dead. You've got to know and allow to know when to have restraint. And sometimes common sense can tell you that. And then sometimes God has to help you to have restraint. Some things is not always something you got to, to deal with. And sometimes you have to deal with things differently. And when the Lord works it out, you don't have nothing, you don't have nothing to say. 
You have nothing to say when the Lord works it out. When the Lord vindicates you, you don't have nothing to say. And so we need to work on it. Excuse me. Because we can do things a little uh, differently when those things happen. And so the increase of God in our lives will cause those things to happen. Now watch this. Even when it comes to communion, he tells us, I'm not, I, I'm, I could, I could work on you, but you decreasing and me increasing is not all on me. I know we want to put it all on God. God, I need you to increase me. I need, but God says, I need you to help me. Because in order for me to increase, then I need you to work on the decreasing part. There are some areas you need to look and know where you need to decrease at. Notice, let's look at this. Uh, yeah. Let's look at this uh, in 1 Corinthians. Let's look at 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 11. Of course, we know that this deals with um, uh, communion and dealing with communion. And uh, he says, when he when he talked about communion, one of the, the verses that they used to tell us when we were kids and they used to preach to us when we were children that we really, really, really had to deal with was uh, this, this scripture here in 1 Corinthians 11. They had us, uh, you know, we were kids. They didn't let you take communion anyway, really. But we were afraid to do communion because this one, this verse right here and the next verse. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you and many sleep. Now those verses right there were enough to be like, <laughs> But now the verse I want to I want to get on here is verse twenty eight. But let a man examine himself. He tells us, I don't need you to just let me examine you. You need to examine yourself. You know what's wrong with you. You know what you need to change. You know what you need to work on. You know what needs to be different. And so I need you to work on and examine yourself. Look at yourself. Sometimes we, we need to just take a step back and start examining ourselves. And, and we need to look at how we are. Stop, stop always pointing the finger at everybody else. And, and they this and they that. And had not they did this, then I wouldn't have did that. And every action brings on a reaction. No. Let's sit back and examine ourselves. Let's look at ourselves and see where we are as it relates to what we're doing. So let a man what examine himself. And so in 2 Corinthians 13 and verse 5, he says, examine yourselves, whether ye be in the faith, proving your own selves, know ye not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be reprobate. So he says to us, what I need you to do is I need you to, Examine your cells. It's important for us to.
to examine ourselves. It's important for us to examine ourselves. Thank you, Lady Martin. It's important for us to examine ourselves. So I need us to, to, to get that. Examine yourself. We, 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 I examine myself all the time. I examine, Lord, am I better than I were, were before uh, last year this time? Or am I still the same place I was? Do I still have the same attitude? Do I still have the same disposition? Do I still act the same way toward people? Do I treat people right? Do I do the right things? Uh, am, am, I, am I a preacher that, that just preaches and but people can't deal with me and I'm not nice to, and kind to folk. You you got to examine yourself. You got you got to start saying, am I in, is he increasing in me or am I uh, uh increasing more in my flesh? And I'm 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 displaying uh less and less of him and how he would do it. You remember years ago everybody was talking about the thing, what would Jesus do? <laughs> Sometimes we don't know what Jesus would do. Because when your flesh in the way, you ain't doing nothing that Jesus would do. Absolutely nothing that Jesus would do are we doing. When your flesh get in the way and you increase and he's not the increase and he doesn't decrease, man, ain't no telling what you open your mouth and say. Ain't no telling what you do. Ain't no telling what come out of your mouth. You liable to fight somebody. We love to hear that you in a fist fight, throwing blows, and talking about, come get these hands. <laughs> Why? Because it's true. It's the truth. And so we have to, we have to work on him increasing, whether it's through fasting, praying, whether it's through uh, stepping back. We got to work on him increasing and us decreasing. Because in this day, it seems to be, now this is just my opinion, it seems to be social media has helped us to increase and him to decrease. And we just, we just say whatever we want, do whatever we want, and put it out there. And we, the increase and the decrease is just, you know, so we got to work on increasing and decreasing. Let me hurry up here. Um, if, if the Lord increases in us because we have decreased, we may see more, and I'm closing with this point, we may see more of his glory or his power in our lives and in our services. When we get out the way and simply let him increase in what he wants to do through us, and we become the conduit by which his glory can manifest, then we, we may be doing, we may do things better. But a lot of times, you know, I say it again, and all of us probably can have been guilty at one time. Sometimes when we, even when we in church or whatever, it, it's just a bunch of flesh on display, which says we haven't allowed him to do anything like we should have. And, and he hasn't increased, we've increased, he's decreased, because now we, we just say anything, do anything, allow anything to come out of our mouths, and, and we're not even conscious 
of the fact that he needs to increase in our lives. We need to understand that more and more, we need to increase as leaders, as people of God, we need him to increase and we need to decrease. Don't mean we got to be weak, but we do need to decrease and not so much let our flesh be on display because our flesh loves to be on display. I don't care what you say. Flesh loves display. Flesh loves display. Bible, that's why the Bible tells us there's no good thing. No good thing dwelleth in the flesh. Uh, flesh loves to be on display. Flesh loves. Flesh loves to be on display whether it's got a mic in his hand, whether it's directing a choir. Flesh loves to be on display. Flesh loves to get credit. Flesh loves to be uh, uh, patted on the back. Flesh loves to be uh, get uh, uh, just give me all the words and tell me how great I am. All of us understand when you get in your flesh, that's why if somebody don't give you the proper wording, if they don't say stuff nice about you, you, you just got through hallelujah. But then you go and tell them all, you, you didn't even call my name and da, 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 da. And, 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 and that's what happens. I'll never forget years ago. I was, uh, there was a, a, a man that was said he was a great, uh, prayer warrior intercessor, uh, intercessor. And so they, that's what they called him. I, you know, I didn't really know him personally like that, but that's what he, they said. And people had him and he would pray and pray and, and he was just praying and da, 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 da. And so, you know, I didn't know him. And so we were in a meeting. I'll never forget. We went to meet one year and uh, I was presiding that night in, in the meeting. And uh, the the person that was in charge of the meeting, that was the head of the meeting, came to me and said, tonight we our leader is ministering tonight. And so I need you, since you're presiding, I need you to cut everything. I need you to uh, cut it short because I want to get the leader up at a good hour. I don't want him up late. And so I need you to cut it when they do the prayer. The uh, They did an early prayer. He said, have them to cut it short. The orchestra to cut it short. The choir to cut their song short. I don't want a long, long service. Now, we had we had a whole lot of church, though. But that was the instruction. So I, I gave everyone the instruction that I was uh, given. And so... Uh, the person that was leading the prayer, uh, I didn't see them that night. I think that was like on a Thursday. And then Friday we were at a dinner and me and my wife and uh, uh, one a bishop was sitting at the table. And and this guy uh, that was great intercessor, a prayer warrior, whatever, he rolled up on me at the table. <laughs> I mean, and when I say roll, you wasn't in a wheelchair, then, but he rolled up on me. You know what I'm saying? He rolled up on me and he says, who told you to tell me to cut my prayer out? And I said, well, you know, I told him who told me. I said, they said they want to get the lead up. Don't nobody tell me to cut my prayer out. I'm led by the Holy Ghost. And I mean, and lunched at me like he finna hit me or something. I'm glad he didn't. Well, I ain't gonna tell y'all that part. But anyway, I'm glad he didn't. And so he... <laughs> See, that's the increasing and decreasing. So, you know, and a few weeks later, uh, well, not a few weeks later, right that same weekend, got up in this church and talked about me over the mic. <laughs> and I have to tell you, as as a, a person that respects leadership and the men and women of God, I try to respect all of them. But let me tell you something. I lost some some a little respect for him. Because 
maybe it's me, but you can't tell me that you pray that much. You can't tell me that you get up at 5 a.m. every morning and pray. You can't tell me that you every morning, the Lord wake me up at 5 a.m. and I pray every morning and, and then the Lord takes me on a fast. I just came off 21 days. You can't tell me you pray and fast that much. And then once you get through with all that, that's all you got out of that was to roll up on somebody because they told you what the leadership told you. And they told you that they told you that the leadership said that. And you rolled up on them like that and ready to fight. I, I have questions about all that fasting and praying you doing. If you still got that type of attitude and spirit. I know what you're going to say. I'm still human. Uh-huh. I still got issues with you doing that because why are you fasting and praying? Well, don't tell us you fasting and praying so we can have a better respect for you. So when you go off, we won't we won't look at you different as to say, well, that's the fasting person. That's the praying person. That's the that's the intercessor. That's the most anointed. Just don't tell us. Then we won't have no high expectation of you. Man, it's quiet tonight. I can't hear nobody up in here. <laughs> I can't get no amens. I can't get no thumbs up. I can't get nothing. I mean, don't tell us. Our expectations are higher. Everyone always talking about our expectations are higher for leaders. Our expectations are higher for folk that that preach and and that fast and pray and and flaunt all that over us. As they are greater than us because they do it. And then you can't, you, you not humble enough to take something where somebody says something to you without you going off. That's you. I would expect that from a, a newborn babe. I would expect that from a person that just got saved that don't know no better. But you know better. I know better. We've been saved too long for that. We've been saved too long to be turning the, the lobby out at church. We, we've been saved too long to be on, on TikTok and Facebook and, and, and going off. And, and <laughs> you've been saved too long. And so it's been in ministry and saved too long to be on, on, on these social media platforms professing to be a great leader, a bishop, a pastor, whatever, and cussing like a sailor because you mad with your wife or she mad with you or y'all mad at each other and y'all cussing and stuff and then got to come back and try to repent. Some of you don't even repent. You go right back and make another video of cussing. And, just, and, and we expect more of you on a higher level. And that's when we start, that's when we examine ourselves and say, Lord, I need to go and, and let you increase. And I definitely need to in decrease because this flesh done got me in trouble because I'm out here acting a clown. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm out here acting crazy and I shouldn't be doing that. I shouldn't be doing that, but I'm just, I'm just. So that's why we have to let him increase and us decrease. 
All right. So our prayer should be, Lord, help me to decrease and you increase. And then I'm going to work on myself, examine myself. I'm going to look at the areas that I know I need him to increase in and the areas I know I need to decrease in. All right. And um, we we need to work on that. <laughs> we we really need to do work on that. I'm serious. And um, sometimes we we wonder why, you know, people say people don't want to come to church. It's not that they don't want to come to church. We we have put our business out in the world, and they see all our stuff, and they figure if if you're gonna be cussing like me, then you know what. I, I should just stay where I am. I mean, if you're doing what I'm doing, we need to stay here. I don't need to go to church for that. I can do, I, and, and some of them say, I'm just as saved as you are. Now, who, who, who opened that door but us? All right, I'm finished tonight. I pray and trust that you got some out of this tonight. Let me say this to, uh, to those of us that are leaders. I said something earlier, and I want to make sure that you get this. I believe that we are leaders. God has caused us to be able to lead people, and they, you know, a lot of them respect us. They follow us. They trust our words. But one thing that I think that we have to examine ourselves on to make sure that we never do is we want them to respect us as men and women of God, but we never want to allow the people to make gods out of us. We never want to allow the people to make gods out of us and to make us superstars as like Hollywood and stuff. We're not contending for Oscars. We're not going after Grammys. We, we are ministering and we never want people saved or unsaved to make gods out of us because when they do, I want you to always remember this scripture in Acts chapter 12 and uh, there at verse number 21. This is um, something that, 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 that always keeps me. And when I, I always remember these, these verses, these are my humbling verses. Acts chapter 12, verse 21. And upon a set day, Herod arrayed in royal apparel set upon his throne and made an oracle unto them. And the people gave a shout saying, it is the voice of a God and not a man. The people did it. The people put out a shout because he had gave this great oracle in speech and said, it is the voice of a God and not of a man. And verse 23, this is what keeps me humble. And immediately, the angel of the Lord smote him because he gave not God the glory and he was eaten of the worms and he gave up the ghost because he didn't stop the people and said, don't make a God out of me. I'm not God. He didn't give God the glory. He accepted all of that and went on. And the Bible said the angel of the Lord smote him in the chest and the worms ate him. And the late apostle Henry said he died like a dog because he gave God not the glory. And so we got to give God glory. That's a part of us keeping, staying in, in 
the place where God has called us and not getting beside ourselves because the worst thing you want to do, the Bible said, fall on the stone, uh, which you're talking about God, but fall on the stone and be broken. But if the stone falls on you, it'll grind you to powder. It's best to fall on God and be broken because if he falls on us, he'll grind us to powder. I pray and trust you were blessed and got some out of this tonight. Thank you, everyone, for joining today's podcast with Dennis L. Martin Sr. If you would like to donate to the podcast with the Cash App, the dollar sign DLMSR. Have an awesome day.